You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Anne is with us in Oklahoma City. Hi, Anne. How are you? Hi, Dave. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank you. How can we help today? I want to give you a scenario, and my question will be, how should I best spend almost 200000 in inheritance that I'm about to receive and best help my retirement and not be a burden to my children one day and also be able to retire well? Here's my scenario. I'll soon be 60 years old. I was divorced in early 2021 after mm. many years of marriage. Mm. My net worth is approximately 600000 excluding the 200000 inheritance. I have no debt. Out of that, um, out of that six hundred, only about thirty-four of that is in retirement savings account. The rest is in rental properties and a small business that I own. Uh-huh. I have a fully funded emergency fund. My yearly bring home pay is approximately ninety-six thousand. Five thousand of that comes from the business each month, and thirty-one hundred comes from. Uh, part of my teacher's retirement and rental property income. I've been renting for a little over two years, and I've never had my own home. I would love to have a condo or a small home. And I was wondering with the inheritance money, should I try to buy a small condo or home with cash if there's anything left over invested in mutual funds? Or should I forego buying and just put all of that 200 in mutual funds and let it grow, um, you know, interest and all. My concern there is if prices keep rising, will I ever be able to afford my own little place? Or do you have a different scenario you might recommend? Well, you are really on top of this. You have done a great job of knowing where you are, and uh, that tells me you really have probably a pretty good plan of where you're going. Um, How much longer do you plan to work? Well, you know, at least till probably 65. I mean, I would love to retire at 65, but I don't know if that's realistic. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, 65, 67 is possible. Uh, You know, I'm... What kind of of business do you own? It's a little clothing business boutique. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Is it brick and mortar? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, as long as it remains viable, I'd probably continue to run it as long as you want to. Um, Mm -hmm. And what I would do is begin to get more and more management involved so you have more and more time off as you uh, go past 67. But there's no reason it can't continue to produce an income for you up into your 70s. Okay. You could sell it at some point if you wanted to just quit. But um, my guess is what you're doing is not that physically straining, and you don't sound like you're stressed out by it. No. Okay. No. So I, I yeah. think I think I'm going to continue to operate as long as I can. There's no rule that says you have to quit working at any point, right. especially if you enjoy what you're doing. And I got a feeling with all you've been through that it it probably is a bit of a, a, a an escape area, an area you can go that's that you won't, that you can control the variables, a safe place. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's a wonderful place. I'm very grateful to be there. Yeah, amen. Okay. Yeah, I like your idea of buying something uh, small and uh, putting the rest in mutual funds, buying something that you can live in for for cash and not having any payments. And um, Are any of these rental properties a nuisance to you? Would you ever want to get rid of one? 
No, actually, um, they cash flow each month. I mean, that's basically how I'm living. I'm trying to keep my personal income separate from my business income. And um, so, no, I don't want to get rid of them right now. Um, Good. I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. What was your question? No, that was it. I just wanted to know about the rental properties to see what the options are. But I'm with Dave. I'm trying to find somewhere like I can pay with cash. And that's going to reduce your expenses, which means you can live off a whole lot less, even in your retirement. Yeah. So that's and, the goal. And, yeah, yeah. And invest what would have been a rental payment or a house payment. Now, here's the reason yeah. to do yeah. that. Okay, When you buy a piece of property uh, with 100% down, obviously, in this case, for your retirement years, um, you're 60. Uh, mathematically, there's a very high likelihood you live until 90 Right. Average death age of a female in America is 76, but that includes infant mortality and teenage death. And so once you're a healthy 60-year-old, 90 is a high probability, statistically speaking. Okay? Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously none of us ever know exactly. We don't get to decide all that. But uh, anyway, so now if that means you got 30 years Mm -hmm. from today, give or take, that you are going to pay increased rent payments every year for 30 years it's going to go up every year or you're going to take your largest expense item in your budget which is housing and make it stabilize or go away right and the asset is going up in value so you, you stabilize the largest payment you have in your case you're going to make it at zero but even if you took out a house payment in your case you would stabilize and at least, you know, you'd have the same payment throughout the rest of your life. Right. And, and versus rent going up every year. And the house is going up in value every year. So that's right. two major reasons. But it adds a huge level of peace and stability to be a homeowner as you head into retirement, particularly if the home's paid for. So I'm all in with you spending you know, the vast majority of this 200 to do that and putting the rest in mutual funds, then commit what was your old rent payment out of your income, at least, if not more, into additional investing ongoing, and let's build that nest egg up. Yeah, I love this plan. And if you have tax-advantaged retirement accounts, you can do that with. I know she's a small business owner, so she Lots may of stuff she can have do. some self-employed, you know, solo 401k or SEP IRAs and things of that nature. Yeah, you, you can do SEP IRAs, you can do solo 401s, that's exactly right, and do a Roth and do all of it and put it all in mutual funds and just see how rich you can become in the next 10 years. I'll bet you you could have a million and a half in 10 years in mutual funds. I'll bet you you could get there without a single house payment in the world making $100,000 a year. I'll bet you it could be done and have a decent life while you're doing it. And those rentals will go up in value over time as well. And those rents coming to you, not going to someone else. I like this plan. This is going up. So just like your investments go up, that is an investment. And those rental uh, values will go up as well. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 